0: Hello neighbors, hello friends
1: Well if your neighbors aren't your friends Well you just pretend that they are But when they go too far
0: Like complaining that you changed your password on your own Wi-Fi, When your 80 year old neighbor hits on your 20 year old guy Where there's a burnout car on their front lawn Got no curtains, but they're watching porn that they made themselves. Well, it's time to do something else, like call.
1: Neighborhood watching, call. Neighborhood watching, call. Neighborhood watching with back
0: and neck. Hello, welcome to Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick. My name's Nick. I'm the, uh, well, I'm the blonder, taller, probably more attractive side
1: of our duet. (laughs) I was on board (laughs) until the third word and then my tiny little (laughs) shoulders, my beautiful, well-formed, milky shoulders Mm. just dropped. Yes, well, I'm certainly the more modest.
0: And I am here with my wonderful co-host, and she's got the fiery, flaming, gorgeous red hair. She's also, well, she may be a little shorter than me, but still a pocket rocket. Thank you. That's
1: how I like to be referred to. <laughs> Hello, Beck. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Have you been having a nice week? No, no. It's actually been a shit of a week. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's been a horrible week. Why? But it's ended well. Oh, just some various... Dramas. People? Yes. Yes, oh, people. Yeah. I know. I hate people. Had a work barbecue yesterday. My God, I sweated like a tiny little piglet all really? day. Well, for reasons I don't understand. Did they make you stand right near the barbecue? Oh, they made me sit on the barbecue. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not a very smart woman because I woke up in the morning and I thought, Oh, I live in Queensland in Australia. I'm going to a barbecue. What'll I wear? Mm. Oh I know. Black jeans and a long sleeve black shirt. <laughs> So uh, I was like a giant heat-attracting beacon and then I had to stand right between like a lot of barbecued meats and Mm. serve people. So, yeah, so Mm. I did sweat like a tiny piggy. And But by the time I got home and my husband's gone to kiss me hello and I went, don't touch me, I must have a shower immediately. You've
0: just got to work out. You've got to layer. If you wake up and it's a little crisp, it won't last long. You've got to know this. I find that with the... My work colleagues around Australia and they'll say, oh, how is it? And I go, it's a bit chilly. And then I tell them the temperature and they laugh at me. Oh, it's, yeah, it's 22 degrees. It is. It's It's like, oh, It's freezing. (laughs) I might have to put some pants on. So today I'm going to tell you a story about uh, a place where I lived and two doors up from us we had what we called the meth house. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, now we called this the meth house because, and it had different occupants. Mm-hmm. It looked like shit, mm-hmm. right? It, it looked like a fibro shit box. It was the worst house in the street. Okay, okay? I don't know if it's the best street, certainly okay. the worst house. Uh, it never, never got the lawn mowed ever. Mm-hmm. A mailbox had fallen over, and no one ever picked it up. It always had like cars out the front that looked like they'd come from the tip.
1: Oh, okay. You know,
0: ne- never a car that looked like it went.
1: I was going to say the next step up from that is when they when they actually do mow the lawns but they don't move the car bodies. I always <laughs> like that look because you can see the long grass sort of framing the car body.
0: I do, and you can see how long the car's been there. Yeah. And that's a good indication of how shit they are or how poor they are and they can't afford it. I just think the Not effort...
1: I'm making fun of poor people here, however, move your car. The effort to get out that, like... <laughs> The, the mixture of emotions where it's like I'm going to have the time and energy to get out and mow so the front of the place looks good but I'll leave this this rotting car corpse at <laughs> the front and I'll go to the effort of mowing around it yeah. just to maybe highlight it even more. Yeah, that'll keep the real estate happy. Mm.
0: So this, mm. this place was dank looking. Mm. It was also... This, the house in the street where you would hear the most screaming from,
1: mm-hmm. it Terrified screaming or uh, screaming in the throes of sexual no, pleasure? No, no, yelling at each other. Oh, okay. Uh, not really
0: terrified screaming. Mm. Anyone who ever lived there as the tenants went, came and went mm. always wore black T-shirts, mm-hmm. did look like they were on meth. They mm-hmm. were very thin, very drawn. Teeth and shoes... Completely optional. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, you had to have no teeth and no shoes to get into that house. Oh, okay. Gee, that's a rigorous a yep. rigorous standard to adhere to. It, it was. And uh, then in the backyard, the, we would see that they would, one, uh, kick in the fibro shed. Uh-huh. Each tenant would have a little go at kicking in the wall of the fibro shed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would always have a fire. Even though, even when we were under restrictions and you couldn't have one, they'd always be burning something. God knows what—a body, a body, whatever—and
1: so they'd be playing. a rat. <laughs> Only you would have would be burning a smoked rat. rat. <laughs> it wasn't me that you lived next door to, oh, was it? No. Although I do have all my own teeth, so it couldn't have been me. It wasn't you. Okay. Every one of the children
0: had a mullet, even though I know that's cool now. Mm. Hasn't always been. No. And uh, earrings, mm-hmm. lots of tattoos,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and greasy hair. Mm-hmm. All right. And these are, this is the criteria. And it is, you're right, it is quite quite a long checklist mm-hmm. that you had to, to you know, uh-huh. be able to um, meet yes. to get that place. Mm-hmm. So we had the meth lab. Okay. And that's what we called it. Yep. One day we got new tenants in the meth lab. Mm-hmm. And the first time ever the person came and introduced themselves. Oh, God. I never met anyone in the meth lab. We, uh. we just thought they were just either held prisoner or just uh. making meth. We uh. didn't know. Came up and introduced himself and his name was Ducky. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ducky had the uniform on. Mm. Ducky looked like Ducky'd had a tough life. Uh. Uh, and Ducky came to warn us that, one, there'd been burglaries in the area, right? He wanted to let us know. He'd seen some
1: people stalking around. We thought it was probably him. I was going to say, was Ducky referring to himself Uh, in the third person? Well, we weren't sure.
0: But then Ducky shocked us by letting us know that he'd found Jesus. Oh, thank God! Oh, I know I know, and I look he has been lost for so long. He's a bloody, elusive bugger he is he's and I wanted to ask him where, but he didn't really give me an opportunity because he did then spend a lot of time talking scriptures at me uh. and trying to get me to go to his church. And, uh, you know... By his church, did he mean
1: his pants? Yes, yeah, probably <laughs> the dungeon in the med <laughs> lab. Or as I refer to it, <laughs> my penis. So he had quite
0: the probably half an hour conversation about oh. how he found Jesus. And, oh, God. and And what I love about these sorts of stories when I meet these people uh. is I often want to say to them, you don't want to convert me mm. because I... I haven't been a drug-addled meth head,
1: Mm.
0: you know, ex-stripper before I became, before Mm. I
1: found Jesus. You know, there's... Yeah, I've got to go downhill mm. first and then we can talk about Jesus.
0: Yeah, there seems to be a criteria Mm. in in that you can Mm. only be in some of those churches Mm. if you've been licking the bottom of the barrel Mm.
1: for quite a while. If you've been... Jesus seems to be... Um, located in a lot of prisons. Yes, yes. Um, Jesus seems to be located in a lot of areas. Squats. Mm. Squats where, yes, so. Mm. um, And and that's fine. I was happy for him to find Jesus, but,
0: Mm. you know, I didn't need his version. I wonder
1: if Jesus lit a fire in the backyard and tried to kick in the fibro shed.
0: (laughs) I often wondered if uh, Jesus was as keen to be found, but. uh, Yeah, well. I used to... uh, have a girl that I knew who was very religious and Mm. she would always write letters and at the end she would write Jesus loves you and sign her name. And always, because I'm such an evil bitch, Mm. I wanted to write back and at the end of mine go, Jesus loves me but he thinks you're a dickhead. And then my name. (laughs) But I didn't.
1: Kooky Jesus.
0: He's got a sense
1: of Uh. you. Um,
0: Anyway, so, so that was... That was the ducky story. So every time you saw a ducky, you would duck to get away from him. Anyway, probably a month, maybe a bit long later, Mm. we could hear all this noise in our street and there's stuff going on and Mm. it's early in the morning. We get up, police cars everywhere. We see detectives with guns Mm. on their hips walking up towards the meth house. Mm. And we, oh, my God, you know, we look out. And they're taking Ducky off. And what we discovered in Ducky's back room Mm. was that not only had he found Jesus, Mm. but a lot of white goods,
1: jewellery, and it was all from our area. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a master criminal. I know. I know. And I just,
0: I was so... I couldn't get over the fact that you go to find Jesus and you pick up a toaster oven and you grab yourself some diamonds.
1: Did he try and implicate Jesus, do you know? Uh, Well, maybe. I don't know. We never saw Ducky again. These are not mine, officer. Yeah. I I recently found Jesus and I'm pretty sure this stuff is his. Apparently it was two rooms full of stuff. (laughs) He nicked. So obviously
0: he found Jesus, but it didn't stick. Oh, so Jesus I, needs to get better friends. He does, or he needs he needs to be more persistent with these people. Oh. So that was how the meth house. And then oh. Ducky left, and then a new a new breed of meth people moved in. But they oh. they weren't as exciting. They didn't okay. have the cobs there. You know, they hadn't stolen anything. Oh. They were just
1: mixing their meth and leaving us alone. So. Oh. There's one of those houses. I'm always interested in those houses, like that. It's yeah, the people, the tenants rotate through, mm. but they're always a bit off, like yeah. that. And it's this one house. They're I like a carbon copy. Yeah, it's mm. just like oh, you know, and then you see them. It's like oh, you're not as bad as the ones that used to play, you know, Swedish death metal at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You know, you're not as bad as the ones that used to um do, you know, burnouts on the on the front lawn and it's like, "Oh god, listen to me." Like I'm, you I know, know I, you're I, a better I, class of crap. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on the
0: scale of shitty neighbors. <laughs> you are top yeah, raw. You're one up from the guy who used to shit himself on the lawn. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> It's funny what you'll get used to. Oh. I always think that's one of the problems when you're young with your boyfriends, you know, you, they just get a little bit better oh. or a little bit better. Or a little bit worse. Or a little bit worse, yeah. you know. Yeah. Where does your sliding scale
1: go? Yeah, you, you see you, who your kids are going out with and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah you're mm. not too bad. And then they go out with the next one you're like, oh, Mm. Gosh, no, I wish they were kind of like the that, other one. That went
0: down a bit, didn't it? You
1: know. <laughs> Having said that, I've liked all of my children's partners. You know. Well, except for one. Oh, well, I always like my children's partners. Oh,
0: except for two, actually. Yeah. Oh. Mm, sorry. Oh, well, my children are so contrary, so I always like their, til- mm. their partners mm. because they're anything like me. Mm. As soon as I didn't like them, they'd marry them on the spot. Uh, so okay. Mm. I
1: remember my... um my husband living in a share house before we were married Mm. and one of the guys in the share house had this girlfriend and we all loathed her. She was such a bitch, (laughs) just a horrible, horrible, mean-spirited person and Mm. they broke up and we all got on the source and then just sat around going, Mm. oh, thank God you've broken up with her. What a bitch And, and just on and on and on and, of course, they got back together. Of course, they got back together less than twenty four hours later. And if you didn't think uh, that he didn't tell her every <laughs> single word we said, and uh, my God, you want to talk about frosty receptions? It's very uncomfortable. And I learnt my lesson, and we've and I've never done it since. Even if if I found out that Dave, your husband Dave, was a white supremacist, <laughs> who who um drew dick and balls drew <laughs> dick and balls and sexually assaulted kittens and and was a, and just did you know hideous mm. things mm. i would still be very reticent to say anything bad about Dave because inevitably the moment I did we'd get back together you'd over you'd overlook those you'd overlook the white supremacy and the kitten thing everyone's got faults Beck (laughs) oh but he's really a nice man we can't all be perfect aside from the mass murder (laughs) aside from the genocide and the horrific personal failings he's quite a nice man that's exactly
0: right and, oh. uh, we had the same thing a friend went out with a girl who just never spoke mm-hmm. she was like she was like a pot plant we had we had and one of them we used to get a few drinks in us and then one of us would go are you dead she just never spoke they broke up we went thank God she had no personality blah 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 uh-huh. they got back together uh-huh. he moved out. He married her, so there you Um, go.
1: We had a guy um, that used to be in our circle of friends and his wife was a frosty, frosty cow. And behind her back we used to call her the (laughs) Snuffleupacus from Sesame Street (laughs) because we didn't think she was real and she never spoke. Oh, no, actually, sorry, we called her Humphrey Bear. Humphrey B. Bear because there was a children's character in Australia um, called Humphrey B. Bear and he, he couldn't speak. He no. had no voice. He wore a paisley waistcoat and no pants mm-hmm. and a hat, mm-hmm. a boater hat. It seemed they, they ran out of puff. They dressed <laughs> him from the top down like a character out of My Fair Lady and they got to his crotch and went, oh, fuck it, you know, pants free for Humphrey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it is a weird thing, isn't it? They went, oh,
1: it is this and... I've run out of material. Oh uh, no, we haven't got any paisley left. Give we spent all the all the budget's gone on the boater hat. It'll be fine. Just remove the testicles. <laughs> Put a bow tie on. No one will notice he hasn't got nuts. Oh dear. I loved Humphrey when I was a kid. Yeah, so and, and we've had um it, it was another friend that, that we had we called his girlfriend Snuffleupagus because, because none of us believed she existed because no one ever saw her because she was always like, oh, she was here just before you oh. arrived or, or um yeah, oh, oh, that was her on the phone. Let me talk to her. Oh, no, she's already hung up. And it's you like, wouldn't know her. she's from, yeah. She lives in Canada. <laughs> she's not real, is she? Is she inflatable? <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
0: <laughs> so um you've had a, a house like that in your street but have you had – any experience with either the the born again mm. Jesus discovering neighbour, mm. or or the neighbour who sold Amway, I've had that. Oh, damn! Or yes. the burglary because we didn't get burgled, we were lucky. Oh,
1: yeah, we did get burgled. What? Well, well, he in, in one of the rentals we lived in, we got burgled, and um, to add insult to injury, they stole one of our suitcases and yeah. put all of our stolen stuff into the suitcase. <laughs> And then carted it all away. And um I can't believe they didn't think to bring their own suitcase. Oh, I know what a lazy bugger. And then, um, mercifully we had all of the the, the door and everything fixed and locks put on mm. because uh in an act of the world's dumbest criminal, approximately one week later mm. in- He came back again. (sighs) Um, So first time around, he must have looked around and gone, "Cool, some good stuff in here. I'll take all of the stuff that I can fit into their suitcase. Hopefully they'll purchase some bigger suitcases by the time I come back and then I can take the really good stuff. So the second time around, he was unsuccessful. And then um, they actually did catch the guy and I remember the police calling Mm. me saying, oh, we found the guy that um, stole all your stuff. Mm. And one of the things that he stole was at the time I had a huge vinyl collection and I'd worked at a TV station so a lot of them were – Limited edition, they were oh. autographed. Oh, no, he sold those. So he stole them all and I said to the police, oh, terrific, you've got the stuff, can I get it back? And they went, oh, no, sorry, he sold it all and <gasps> you know, shot it up his arm. And I went, um, oh, well, that's probably his punishment. So there was that. We used to get the door-to-door Jesus people uh, all the time mm. and my beautiful husband would rage against that machine. He just... <laughs> He's so, he actually, now that you live in the suburb, the Mm. best one he had was at the local Woolworths, Mm. um, I think maybe midway through last year. So in the height of COVID, Mm. he and one of my boys were walking up innocently strolling up the toiletries aisle looking for a bit of lynx aftershave oh, perhaps
0: and who who isn't looking for some lynx
1: or maybe a maybe one of those little toothpicks or something or a rexona or a rexona or perhaps they were shopping for some personal products for me who who knows oh, it could have been rexona sport
0: i have a little bit of a uh mm. I have a bit of a thing for that from mm. an old boyfriend
1: from when i was a little i'll remember that and i'll squirt a bit behind my ears the next time i'm here so my husband and one of my sons were walking up the aisle and coming towards a guy rounded the corner and he's walking towards them and he just looked like he looked like he'd just taken a quick break from the construction site finished his diet coke and pie and Mm -hmm. whipped into the local woolies and he's Mm. walking towards them and he's like oh excuse me mate as Phil's walking towards them and Phil's like, yep, you know, thinking mm. he's going to say, oh, can you tell me where the, um, you Rexona know, the tab- t- yeah, Rexona <laughs> Sport is. Yeah, Rexona Sport is because I'm trying to get some MILF <laughs> in the suburb. And he went, uh, have you got a quick minute for me to talk to you about Jesus? Oh, no. And Phil, beautiful Phil, Phil's just gone, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Standing there like to his right is Link's body spray, to his left is tampons, and here's a man who just wants a quick chat about Jesus in the local Woolies. What? That's weird. I know. And I think about this guy, I think, how do you think this is going to play out? Do you honest to God? Well, do you Phil, oh, honest Phil, to God? Phil's, oh.
0: Phil's a big guy. You know, I'd start with smaller people. I'd, I'd start
1: with like weedy a, people. Yeah, a little weedy, skinny person, mm. perhaps, because then, like my husband is a bit, you know, mm. like tattooed. He's a big tall, marsupial. Like he's a glorious unit. Mm. Um, but yeah, to how often. Is that successful that you go, excuse me, can I talk to you about Jesus? Well, oh, thank God. Yeah, of course yes, you oh can. Oh, my God, that's just what I was looking that's, at. I, looking know. I um, was walking along the aisle going, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Tampons, Rexona, to his pace, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I, what would Jesus do? I, I wish I could find out. I wish somebody knew what Jesus was up to <laughs> these days. Wait. And, bugger me dead. <laughs> Here comes Graham to tell me. That's so incredible. And, the, and we used to get them door-to-door all the time and Phil was always thinking of ways to repel them, mm. which ranged from answering the door in the nude <laughs> um, to getting a special sign made up that said, um, we worship Satan in this mm, house. That's a good one. I, I was fine with the nude. I thought the Satan one, you know. Like you know, you just tell, particularly
0: with some of the religions, you just tell them you're Catholic and they back out because that's like saying I worship Satan to, to a lot of the Protestant. Well, that is
1: hurtful You know I am.
0: A Catholic. Sorry about that, but just <laughs> telling you, I, I have often oh. said, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm Catholic, and people go, Oh, okay, and oh. I'm
1: not. I remember um one of our friends had been in um they'd been they'd seen a car hit another car in a car park, mm. thought they'd do the right thing, and they've popped a note under the wind and the car's taken off, and they've popped a note under the windscreen of the car that got hit saying, Hey, I saw what happened. I've mm. got um, I took photos of their license plate and everything, I've got all the details. Call me on this number and Mm. and um these people contacted them and they were very grateful and and it all got sorted out and they said could we get your address we just want to send you a little token of our appreciation Mm. and they're like oh that you don't you don't have to do that and they're like please just let us do Mm. this okay that's fine and then about a week later Mm. the first copy of watchtower magazine turned up in the mail which i believe is seventh Day. No, Jehovah's, Witnesses, Jehovah's I Witness. Jehovah's Witness. So these lovely people, as a token of their appreciation, mm. has subscribed to the Watchtower magazine, <laughs> and thereafter every—I don't know what it was, whether it was a weekly or monthly or whatever—but up would roll the the fresh, piping hot edition of Watchtower Ooh, magazine.
0: Lovely. Because I've noticed now that the Jehovah's Witnesses don't come to your door as much; they're mm. at the train station mm. waiting for you. Mm. But uh, I think it's pretty lazy of this new generation to just sit around at a train station. They don't sort of canvass you as you go past. Not like I hate those salesmen in the middle oh. of, of
1: um, malls. Oh, mid-mall shops oh. Yeah, where they reach out and try mm. and touch me. Oh, hey, yeah. can I talk to you about the bloody southern right barracuda that's in danger? <laughs> it's like, oh, Not, I, not I, until I... you rename the mullet. <laughs> Mate, I don't care about you. Can you imagine how I give a shit about a barracuda? <laughs> You could die in front of me and I'd step, <laughs> and I'd over, step you. over you to get to the Woolworth.
0: <laughs> there was an elderly lady I knew who was always mortified by the Jehovah's Witnesses. And she used to say that they were selling their Jesus door to door like a common vacuum cleaner oh. and that he must not be much chop if that's what they have to do. But she would hide in the house, and she would hide for hours. I mean, they would have gone and been oh. six suburbs away, and she'd still be hiding from them. Oh. She well, thought they were out
1: stalking her. Well, our local Jehovahs have started. They don't come to the door. We don't. I don't catch the train, so I don't see them there. What they do now is they write personal letters. Oh. I received a personally addressed letter oh, the other day lovely. with. Uh, yeah, with a, a very nice note from this couple who uh, would like to invite me to um, mm. either their house or they'd be more than happy to come to mine mm. um, just to have a quick chat about the big JC. Mm. And I thought what I should do is actually send them a note back going, yes, um, be at my place at this uh, you know at mm. this particular time. Um, a, a large. Uh, shaved head tattooed man will answer the door and he will be quite aggressive but it's all just a front I of course listeners will be at work at this point um Please, it's just a front. He really does need Jesus in his life. You yeah, know. yeah, and, and yeah, I, I like that. You shouldn't do that. Mm. just say, just wait for the sacrificing of the chicken, mm. and then we'll let you mm. in. Don't let his swearing mm. or his aggressive nature put you off. Mm. Um, he really des- does yeah, need Jesus, desperately in need of Jesus. I've often said that.
0: Mm. Well, I don't know much about their religion, but my my belief is that there's only so many who'll be saved. Mm. And I often want to say, uh, "Why are you trying to convert me? Because I might be taking your spot on the train to heaven." Oh, I didn't realise it was like a sweepstake that it's a yeah, finite yeah. number of us. I don't know, but apparently, maybe you drop on and off the passenger list. I don't oh, know. Well, that changes everything. It does. What it if does. Got
1: frequent flyer points or something?
0: Oh no, it just brings out the competitive side of me now. Oh, okay. I want to be. I want to be at the pointy end of the <laughs> of the Jesus <laughs>
1: of the it Jesus just, train. <laughs> Pointing end of the Jesus train. That's a T-shirt in the making. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Every
0: time we do a podcast, you know, they put another level on my condo in hell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah, no, she's still doing
0: it. Oh, dear. Until next time, keep your ear to the ground, your nose to the grindstone, and most importantly for neighbourhood watching, keep your beady eyes peeled. Okay, Beck. that's uh,
1: that's the podcast for this week. Thank you for being here. Thank you, my darling. I'd like to say a special big hello to Jesus if you are listening. That's right. Uh, pick me, not her. Yeah. And by pick me, I mean, like, don't pick me and take me <laughs> now, but just uh, if I could be bumped up the top of the list. Yeah,
0: just, just put me in the pointy end of the train or yeah. the plane. Yeah, I'm going to be in first class, please. Yeah. I don't think he listens to us, but who knows? Or she. She. Maybe uh, she doesn't listen to uh, us. Have you had a look at Rudy Bits? Mm. That's a man put
1: that shit together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love how she's a grown woman and she drops the <laughs> F word with, with gay abandon, but every now and then she gets all coy and refers to the vagina as Rudy Bits.
0: Like I'm four. Well, the vagina is only a small part of the Rudy bit woman. Oh, dear. The Rudy bit has many names.
1: Oh, it has many faces.
0: <laughs> many parts. Many parts. Many moving parts. <laughs> and they're Rudy's. <laughs> so, goodbye. Bye. You can follow Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick on Facebook. Please give our page a like and post your funny neighbourhood stories. We are also on Twitter at nwwbanpodcast. You can rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. Please tell your friends, your family and, of course, your neighbours to listen to our podcast.
1: And feel free to wildly exaggerate how hilarious it is. This has been a production of The, the Nerd, Nerd Infinite. Infinite. And then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?